This is Scary Stories, a podcast where we tell you the scariest stories known to man. I am your host, Aaron Clark. Today, we'll be going over some of the scariest camping stories ever told. So now, sit back, relax, turn off the lights, if you dare, and listen to these horrifying tales. Whether these tales are true or just a work of fiction is up to you to decide. And now, on to the stories. I want to start off this story by telling you that this is real. I promised you it is. Okay, so this story took place around a year ago, when I was, I think, 18, and I still can't get over what happened. So me, a couple of my buddies, decided that we wanted to go camping for the weekend to a getaway that my cousin owned up in the New Hampshire mountains. So we decided that was a good idea. So we packed her bags, some tents, some sleeping bags, and some food, and headed out. The drive there was normal, as expected. I mean, why wouldn't it be? The only odd thing was that we saw a hitchhiker on the road that looked pretty banged up. We didn't think anything of it, just that she had probably been through some stuff and was probably drunk. So anyways, we got to the campsite, we sat up, our tents, we got into our sleeping bags, and we took a nap because we were tired from setting up. We woke up together around, I want to say six in the afternoon. It was still light out, but we heard a twig snapping outside. So we all woke up at the same time from this. We all went outside, investigated, and asked if who had been out their tents. Everybody said that no one had been out their tents. They had all been sleeping until they heard the twig snap. So we all looked around, we couldn't find anything, so we just assumed it was an animal. But later that night, we had after we set up our fire, we were making s'mores, after we made our hot dogs and everything, when we were just about to get into bed, from the edge of the woods, we heard the twig snap again. This time, we thought it was an animal, so we shined all of our lights there. There was nothing there. So obviously we were a bit creeped out, so we decided we were just going to stay up and try to stay up awake all night, because obviously we're wimps, and we decided that we'd all stay in one tent together. I think that's what saved our night lives that night. So back to the story. It was around 2 in the morning when we heard wrestling from one of the other tents. We all woke up to see which one of our friends had left. We were all there. We assumed it was an animal, so we tried to be quiet. That was until we heard the grunts of a human ramping through the tent next to us. There was another tent next to that one. We then heard that one getting destroyed. We then heard a man scream what seemed out of rage. He 
He then came to our tent. My friend, Michael, he had a concealed carry license. So he took out his gun, and it was to be quiet. Zipper opened, and that creepy-ass hitchhiker that we saw earlier was just out there, and he had a knife in his hand, and he was trying to cut open the tent. My friend fired a warning shot and said, get the hell out now, or I will shoot. We heard footsteps running away. He told me to call the cops, so I did. They arrived around five minutes later. They took our statements. We told them what happened, and they said that was that, and they would look into it. About one week later, when we were back at our house, we got a call from the police. They said that the man that we encountered that night had escaped a mental prison and was armed and dangerous. He said we were lucky to escape that night with our lives. Because apparently, not only did he have a knife on him, but he had a pistol in his back, along with an axe in that tent next to us, which apparently he had used to chop it in half before going on a rage and yelling, which is what we heard. I still can't believe that we managed to escape that night. And if it wasn't for my friend, I'm pretty sure we'd have all died that night. So please, when next time you go camping, be careful. You never know who's out there in the woods with you. Or for that factor, what's out there. Wasn't that creepy? I mean, the fact that they could have died really puts life in a different perspective, doesn't it? Our next story comes from the creative mind of John Doe 29. He writes about his experiences in a log cabin that he bought before looking into his past. So this happened to me around three or four years ago. A lot of the details are fuzzy, but I'm going to try my best to recall all the events the best I can. So I guess I should start at the beginning, right? Well, I bought a cabin in the woods, isolated. I mean, I was like being by myself, and I thought it would be a nice place to just go away to and relax. I really should have looked into its past before I bought it. So, when I first arrived for my first vacation off work, I was just so happy to be away from everyone and just away from society and nature and quietness. So, that night I went out and I lit a fire and I was in my hot tub that I bought there. I was just relaxing. I swear I saw something in the woods. Probably just my imagination. I mean, at least that's what I thought it was. So that night, I went into my house. Well, I technically it was a cabin. And I went to bed. 
because it had been a long day from traveling and just that hot tub really tired me out. So I went to bed. It was around 10.50, I think. I woke up around 5 in the morning to hearing something at my bedroom door. I don't have any pets, so I had no idea what this could be caused by. I thought maybe it was a rat. So I grabbed some rat poisoning and I went to my door and opened it. There was nothing there, but I did look at my door and there were scratch marks on it from the top to the bottom. This is going to be caused by a rat. Rats are tiny. Unless it fell from the ceiling and tried to catch itself. But I mean, the claws marks were huge. So I was really creeped out. So I looked online to see what could cause that. The only claw marks that an animal can make from that size was a lion or tigers or something like that. There's no way that that got into my house. I was really creeped out. So I went back into my room and I locked the door. I stayed there the whole night awake. I mean, at least what I thought it was awake. I guess I fell asleep. I woke up around seven in the morning and I mean, I guess, I don't know what I woke up to, but it was a noise. It sounded like it was coming from under my bed. I was thoroughly creeped out. So I ran out my room and locked the door from the outside. I heard scratching coming from the inside. I was really scared, so I called the police because I thought someone had broken into my house and was using a knife to just cut, like, what looked like claw marks into doors to scare me. They came. They saw the claw marks. They saw, they went and looked under my bed. Sure enough, there was claw marks under there too. They told me it was a wild animal that had gotten in when my door was open, but there's no way because I was awake every second in that hot tub and there was no way an animal would have gotten without me seeing, especially one that could have caused those size of claw marks. So let's just say, and needless to say, I cut my trip short, went back that day when I woke up after calling the police. But when I got back home, I went to my computer and I researched the history of that land. Turns out that there was a man there that killed his whole family with a knife, a saw blade to be exact, and then jumped out the window and ran away. He was never found, but every other owner of that place was killed with the same type of weapon, and claw marks were left on the doors, and they had to refinish them every time, so it would be nice for a new buyer. I wondered why it was at such a low price. I mean, now I know. And apparently he was never found. So I'm pretty sure that that man, he was in that cabin that night. And he tried to kill me. I mean, as, as far as I'm aware, he could have killed me any second. He could have killed me when he was under my bed. But he didn't. I guess he likes to torture me torture people by letting them know that he's there and that there's no escape I just still don't know how I got into the house I'm pretty sure that since he owned that house he knows things that no one else knows so please don't buy a log cabin or any property without looking into its history I mean 
for all you know, that kind of a mistake, it could lead to your death. I know this was a short episode for today, but I do have some creepy stuff happening to myself. I'll tell you all about that in a later podcast. Until then, I have other podcasts for you to listen to, too, if this was your first. And also, please make sure to leave a five-star review. It really helps support the podcast. And also, please join my Patreon. It would really help me get better gear and help you guys get a better sound experience. If you have stories of your own, please send them to me. My information will be left below. So until then, stay spooked.